Bibles or some of us looking at these, the screen. Uh, let's go to Second uh, Chronicles, the seventh chapter. Second Chronicles, the uh, seventh chapter. Second Chronicles, Chronicles, the uh, seventh chapter. And I'm going to read um, verses 14 through um, 16. Second Chronicles, the seventh chapter. Um, verses 14 through 16. It says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then will i hear from heaven and i will forgive their sin and i will hear their land 15 says now mine eyes shall be open my ears attend unto thy prayer that is made in this place for now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever somebody shout forever and mine eyes my heart shall be there perpetually if I can use for a thought today I just want to just talk about answered prayer somebody say answered prayer answer answered prayer you may have your seats answered prayer it's what we want to talk about for a few minutes Philippians fourth chapter in the sixth verse says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God now, a request is just simply asking politely for something. At work and different jobs, we can always put our request in. But just because we put the request in, it doesn't always mean that you're going to get what you have requested. There are certain stipulations that a lot of jobs may have when you are putting in your request. And there are things like, you know, did you, is it needed or did you put it in the right amount of time or whatever it is, there are certain requirements and stipulations that you have to have when you are putting in your request when you want something. I find it to be the same way with God. We can pray all day long. We can shout, we can run around the church, we can do everything, but at the end of the day, 
we have to make sure we are meeting his stipulations. Psalm 34, 1 says, For the Lord is the sun and shield, and the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. If I change my walk, I don't have to deal with so many different holdups in my life. A lot of times we can just pray and we can keep praying and we're saying, God, I just don't necessarily see what I am praying for. Now, church has trained us that some of our blessings have been delayed, but not denied. But we got to ask ourselves, are we the holdup? Sometimes God did not actually deny it. But sometimes we can be holding up our own selves. Peter writes, for what glory is it if you are buffeted for your faults and take it patiently? In other words, if I'm holding it up and I'm dancing in church, talking about my blessing is delayed. No, it's not delayed. There is a change that must transpire in my life so I can get access to my prayers. A lot of times we can go on fast, we can go on this, but how many people understand that it got to be a lifestyle change before God will answer our prayer? We can talk about promise, we can talk about prophecy, but sometimes God is talking about our lives. Our lives have to answer with our prayers because John writes, he heareth not sinners. We got to understand that we got to be righteous before God even hear our prayers. Somebody say, I got to be righteous. I got to... I got, I got to be righteous before God answers my prayer because James writes, it says, confess your faults to one another, pray that ye may be healed for it is the effectual, fervent prayer of a what? A righteous man that availeth much. We want to talk about our prayer availing God is talking about our righteousness. We want to talk about getting houses, cars, healing, and blessings. Guess what? God is talking about what? Our righteousness. How many people know that our righteousness has to come before our blessings? I, I'm going to say that again. Don't y'all worry. I'm going to get to that tune-up point in a minute. But I want you to know that. How many people know that your righteousness comes before your blessing? 
You can talk about your belief in God. You can believe God all day, but guess what? You got to learn how to live righteous. We got to learn how to live this word before we can be talking about, guess what? I'm getting ready to believe God for a blessing. We got to understand that, guess what? We got to know that we have to know God. We got to know his word. We got to know the law. We got to know his commandments. We got to know his heart. We can't just come to church. We can't just sit here for form. A lot of us just come here for Sunday, you know, just because of service. But guess what? I come to church because I need something fixed I I come to church because I need my heart changed I need my mind changed I need my soul changed we can sit here and act deep like guess what we ain't got nothing but guess what I've been praying for some stuff and I haven't seen it yet and it can't be by chance that everything in my life is delayed it can't be by chance that every prophet is there is something in my life that I gotta turn so God can answer my prayer if you've been praying talking about this gonna be my year that gonna be my year guess what it's getting ready to be 20 and if we don't say God for God I live and for God I'm gonna die guess what's gonna happen we gonna have the same 2022 like we had in 2021 somebody in here need to open up them and say God I gotta learn how to change my life I learn how to, I learn how to change my, my life we're so quick we're so quick. I'm, I'm sorry I'm gearing this down teaching here, but you know what? I, I always do this even at, at, at my church when we're getting ready to start entering to another year. We're always quick to make these resolutions and these declarations and this and that. But the first declaration we need to say is, God, if you find anything in me that's not like you, Lord, I need you to take it out. I don't need another declaration, but I need my heart changed. I don't need another prophetic word, but I need some righteousness in my life. I need to be saved. I need to be delivered. I need to be made whole. I have to think I used to do I don't need to do no more somebody hit me to open up their mouth say God I need you to change you to change me but if we if we if we if we if we if we can confess our faults that we can if we confess our faults a lot of times we don't want to confess our faults but we want to walk around and act like we have it together but let me tell you something, we can walk that walk all we want to walk. But let me let you know that you can walk it, but God still ain't going to answer your prayer. I'm, I'm going to say that again. I said we can walk around here in this church. We can walk around and fool everybody else. But guess what? We can't never fool God. Because we serve a God that sits high and he looks low. Whatever you can hide from um, whatever you can hide from the pastor, guess what? You can't hide from God. Whatever you can hide from your friends, guess what? You cannot hide from God. How many people know you can hide it, you can conceal it, but guess what? God won't bless it. I'm going to say it again. I said you can hide it, you conceal it, but guess what? God will never bless it. And we can talk about God. I need you to answer my prayer, but how many of you know God ain't going to answer? God wants some righteousness in the house of God. <laughs> so it was here, it was here that, that Solomon, Solomon was, um, he was completing the temple. Solomon, Solomon was completing, he was finishing, he was completing the temple. And um, while he was completing this temple, um, what, what happened is that um, he, was, he, was, he was being very specific about what he put on the outside and what he put on the inside. And that's one thing we got to know is that we got to learn how to pay attention to detail. 
with what we are putting on our inside. I'm going to say it again. We got to pay attention to detail about what we put on our inside and what we allow to go on our inside. I'm going to say that again because I want you to catch it. I said we got to pay attention to what we allow on our inside. It's like sometimes people, we, we, because we're human, we always get accustomed to looking at the surface of stuff. And I can tell now because like right now I'm just looking for another home and sometimes I, I look at that look, I'll be like, man, this, this thing looks, some of them look real nice on the outside terrible on the inside and you flip it some of them look really nice on the outside but terrible on the inside but you know what I noticed the ones that had the most value were the ones that looked not that great on the outside but they had upgraded kitchens and bathrooms and what it did was it brought the value up. So a lot of times what we got to learn is if we put the right stuff on the inside of us, it's going to bring up our value. I said, how many people know that man looks on the outward appearance, but it is God that searches the heart. Somebody need to look at a neighbor here and say, I'm getting ready to put this word on the inside because the Bible says I will hide the word in my heart so that I might not sin against him. When I got the word in him, that makes me valuable because when I get in a fight, I got something to fight the enemy with. When I got the word on the inside, I already realized that no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I don't care that I don't speak in tongues like you or dance like you but you let me get in the hospital and I learned how to talk to that devil you let one of my family members get sick and I'll pray them back to healing because I'm valuable to God and there's something on my inside that's working on my outside that's making a change in my life I dare somebody in here to open up their mouth and say this something on my inside something on my inside yeah I dare somebody look at a neighbor and say don't you look at me because there's something on the inside and it's getting ready to start working for me it's getting ready to change my environment it's getting ready to change my family it's getting ready to change my outcome it's getting ready to change everything around me somebody open up your mouth in here and say it's on the inside it's on I dare somebody lift up their hands throw their head back and shout hallelujah I dare somebody give God 30 seconds of praise and say, I got it on the inside. 
I didn't realize how valuable I was. I didn't realize how much was on me. Somebody open up your mouth and shout hallelujah. I got it. I got it. Sit down. What type of. Sit down. Let me sit down. Sit down. I got to get here. I got to get here. I got to get here, y'all. So valuable. So valuable to God. You may not look like it right now. You may not feel like it right now, but I want you to know that God put something on the inside of you because we have in earthen vessels. I said we have in earthen vessels a hidden treasure. I dare somebody to lay hands on it. Somebody, there's a treasure on the inside of me and I'm getting ready to go to war with the enemy with the treasure that God put on the inside of me. Can I get somebody that got a divine anointing from God? I might not look like you, but I got a treasure that's getting ready to change every single thing around me. I need you to give God 30 seconds of praise for the treasure. That treasure about to get your body healed. That treasure, I said that treasure about to save your family. I said that treasure's getting ready to change your environment. That treasure's getting ready to bring your family out. That treasure's getting ready to change your generational habits. Somebody here, open up your mouth and give God glory. Yeah. 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 somebody need to look at a neighbor and say neighbor I almost feel like praising because I didn't realize how valuable I was I didn't realize how much I had in me and the fact that I'm still here right now I understand how much is on the inside because if you knew all the hell I've been through you would have had to know that there's something on the inside of me that God's been keeping me he kept my mind he kept my spirit he kept my body somebody here open up your mouth and give him glory Glory be to God. I got to get out of here. I'm starting to feel something in this place. I'm about to feel something in this place. Mm-mm. 
I dare three you to open up me and say there's something on the inside. There's something. I said somebody will be able to say there's something on the inside. I said, look at a neighbor and say, I feel a change getting ready to hit my life. I said, look at a neighbor and say, I feel a change getting ready to hit my Stop y'all. Manda nanda da nandi di bi bi o shaba. Yes, I number has show. Who shall? And the Lord. And the Lord. Seven twelve. Sorry, but I got to backtrack a little bit. And the Lord. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself. For in house of sacrifice. First thing I want you to understand. They're the reason why sometimes there are instances that we become uncomfortable. They are reason why through life we go to cycles and our friends change. Our circles change. Things around us change. The only reason why they change, Minister Brett, is because we are chosen. How many people in here understand that before they go anywhere in life, they are chosen? Many, Sister Tolan, are called. But there are few that are chosen somebody need to look at neighbor and say neighbor i made the cut and i'm chosen that's why my worship is different that's why my praise is different that's my relationship with god is different it's because i'm chosen can I get three chosen believers that understand the devil can't knock you off because you are chosen. The devil been trying to take you out, but guess what? You are. Can I get three chosen believers in here to open up your mouth and start giving God glory in the house and say, I'm chosen. Somebody open up your mouth in here and say, I'm chosen. Keep fighting with me, devil. But I'm chosen. I said, and if I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle, somebody open up your mouth. I need a chosen believer that can say victory. Y'all not here yet. I need a chosen believer to open up your mouth and shout victory! But ye are 
a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people that God has called out of dark into the marvelous light. Can I get a chosen believer to say I'm stepping out of my darkness? Shout Tell somebody in here, the lights are coming on. I'm coming out of darkness. I'm coming out of sickness. I'm coming out of depression. I'm coming out of heartache. Shout yeah! It ain't for everybody, but I need three chosen believers to start giving God glory and say, God, I'm a praise because I'm chosen. God, I'm a bless you because I'm chosen. Shout it With your mask on, go tell somebody, don't be sad. You're chosen. Don't be aggravated. You're chosen. Shout it Somebody look at a neighbor in here and say, I'm chosen. I'm. I gotta stop. Let me stop. I gotta stop. So I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. So, so if you are peculiar people, peculiar, odd, different. Somebody look at neighbor and say, neighbor. I said, I need everybody to look at neighbor and say, neighbor. I'm not deep. I'm different. I'm a little odd. I've realized there's conversation I can't have. I realize there's stuff I cannot do. Do you know because, come on here, I said, do you know because people look at you peculiar, they think they deep, they think they arrived, they found, I don't think I'm nothing, but I just know that I am chosen. Gotta start letting that enemy know. I'm not deep. I'm, I'm just chosen. It's not that I've arrived. It's not that I've apprehended this thing. But what I do is I forget those things which are behind me. And I reach for the things which are ahead. So watch this. One more second, Andrew, and I'm out of here. So it says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek my faith, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and 
and, man, there's a lot of ands going on. There is a continuous blessing. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say, I said, there is a continuous blessing that God has for his people. Mm. Y'all don't know, I'm almost done. I'm about to get out of here. I said, there is a continuous blessing that God has for his people. A lot of times we read this, we focus on the if. But I focus, Pastor West, on the my. I'm going to say it again. I focus on the my. Because he said, if my people... He already chose me. And when he chose me, he knew the mistakes I was going to make. What? I said when he chose me, he knew every mistake that I was going to make. You don't believe me? You better ask Brother David. Because before he got anointed, come on here somebody, he didn't do that. But after the anointing hit him, guess what? He started killing. He went out there and did this and that. But how many people know it didn't take away the fact that God chose him? I want you to understand that where you are in life right now, you still belong to God. And his blessings are still yes and amen on your life. Can I get everybody in here that? belongs to God to open up your mouth and give God praise and say the blessing is still mine I haven't always been perfect but it's gonna still be mine I didn't dot all my eyes and cross all my T's, but it's still gonna be mine. Can I get three of God's people in here to open up your mouth and give God glory in here? Somebody look at the name and say, I belong to him. I belong. I belong to him. If my people, if my people, you've already been chosen. You've already been anointed. Now God said, I just need you. Hey, you got caught up in something. You got caught up in something. I just need you to turn from it. Because number six. Number says, God, he don't lie. Huh? I said, God doesn't lie. I said, God doesn't repent about what he said about you. I said, how many people know we don't serve a lying God? You belong to him. You are God's property. I, come on here. I said, God has ownership over your life. I said, God has ownership over your life. I wanted to keep preaching and escalate this house and really, you know, get into all of that theatrics of preaching. But that don't save nobody. That don't save, no, that don't save you. I remember, so I remember I was really young and ambitious. If I didn't get a good tune-up and a good dance, I'd be like, oh, man, I bombed. Mm. When you get this, when you start getting more seasoned in Christ, some of the, the best moments was in with a still small voice. 
Don't get me wrong. I like I like to praise. We like to loud. We like to lean on. You know all that. That don't get you to His word, and you understand that you're God's people. We are the people and the sheep of His pasture. Huh? I said, how you know that you are you you are you 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 God people? You know, people like that's my people right there. Uh, you ever see them? Like, that's my people. Right? You got you got to look out for them. Mm-hmm. You ever you ever got somebody a job or you got somebody a job or something like that, and then you call like you look out for them. That's my people right there. You know, I, I, you you did that before, and you know that that's what God does. He'd be like, that's my that's my people. He said, that's that's my people right there. And guess what? I, I'm I'm going I'm going I'm going to look out for them. How many people know when you're chosen, you get favored? He said, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I'll heal their land. You need to understand that your land should have never been sick in the first place. I said your land should have never been sick in the first place. Some of us, our land, it, it caught a cold. I said our land caught a cold. If we always read the 23rd Psalm, Pastor West, it says, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. If I shall not want, why is my land sick? Huh? I said, if I shall not want, why is my land sick? We gotta ask ourselves, why am I, st- why haven't I got married? Why haven't I got my car? Why have my finances, why they keep being in disarray? Why is my life like a seesaw? Why is it up and down when it said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof? Um, last, I think not the week before last, I told you that, said that, you know, every, every place the sole of your foot tread, he'll give it to you. But why is my land sick and God can't give nothing to me? Why is my land sick? I want to ask you, why is your land sick? He said, for now I have chosen and now I've sanctified this house. Now I've chosen, I've sanctified this house. Now Solomon was talking about the physical temple. But how many people in the Bible says, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? I said, know ye not, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, my body is the temple. No, I, everybody didn't say that. I need, you to, I need you to get that in your spirit. Say, my body is the temple. Your body is the temple. And when your body is the temple, right? We got to understand Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy. Y'all didn't say it with me. Somebody say, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your God will never ask you to do something without reason. It is not unreasonable for us to live right, talk right, act right, 
text right. Text right. Text right. I ain't getting no help in here. Somebody say, text right. So we get it twisted. I'm out of here. We get it twisted sometimes because we think about we not in church so we could do certain things. But our body is the temple. This, 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 this thing right here is with us 24 hours, seven days a week. So, you know, what's that saying? Man, I always mess those things up. What they say, what would Jesus do? Is that it? What would Jesus do? That's it. What would Jesus do? What do you do when you're not in church? What text message do you entertain? What conversations do you entertain? Because the same standard we have in the house, we need to have a way out there. Because this is our temple. I'm going to say that one more time. I said the same standards we have in here, we need to have out there. Because this is our temple. Let me ask you a question. If you wasn't married, would you fornicate in this church? No. But it, it, doesn't, it doesn't change. I said it does not change when you walk out there. Because this is still the temple. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Would you light up a cigarette and smoke in here? No, you would not. But guess what? We shouldn't do it out there. Because this is our temple. This is our bodies. If I wouldn't drink in here, I shouldn't drink out here. Because this is my... need somebody to lay hands on it and say this is my body this is this is my temple this is this is my temple these are my clothes I fall out in these clothes I shout in these clothes I bring sacrifice in these clothes come on here some I said I bring sacrifice in these clothes there's sometimes we wear the same sinful clothes in the house of God but we got to remind ourselves these are my clothes that I might walk in church with these are my clothes that I might have to lay hands on somebody with these are my clothes that I might have to minister to somebody with these are my clothes that I might have to reclaim a backslider again somebody say this is my temple I'm not kissing and rubbing and touching in church. I shouldn't be kissing and rubbing and touching out there. Because if I'm uncomfortable in here, I need to be uncomfortable out there. Because this is my temple. I'm sorry I brought you down from that high. I know we about to dance. We about to swing. We're getting ready to swing. I felt that thing in the Holy Ghost. But God said, son, settle them down. 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 Because this is our temple. This is our temple. This is our body. That's supposed to be a living sacrifice. I said, somebody say a living sacrifice. If I'm a living sacrifice, the things I used to do, I shouldn't do them no more. I've learned how to sacrifice my feelings for Christ. I said I've learned how to sacrifice my feelings for... We're all standing. We're all standing. I've learned how to sacrifice my feelings for Christ. I've learned how to sacrifice my feelings for Christ. I learned how to sacrifice my feelings for Christ. So he said, I've chosen this place and now my, my ears are open. 
my eyes are open God sees he hears he knows all I said God sees he hears and he knows all but he said my heart shall be with this place perpetually you know that the word perpetually it just simply means forever listen when God blesses you he chooses you how many people know that that, that, that thing is forever I said how many believe that that is forever somebody open up your mouth and just shout forever I want you to know that God didn't change his mind about you and he says in his word that he is the same yesterday today and for forevermore